Hey everybody, welcome to Pokemon World Tour. I'm your host, Jake, and uh, it's just me today. Well, it's not just me, as you probably noticed from the like title of this episode. I have a guest with me today. Shannon, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. And no one reads. No one reads it. No one looks at that or any descriptions. I no. I think people have called out a description on two episodes of the Morphin Grid, and that's literally it <laughs> in my entire podcasting career. <laughs> today, we're going to be talking about the fan comic that you just made, uh, The Very Best, a red blue fan comic by Shannon Manor. Uh, I, I mean, I don't want to like bias anyone's opinions, but I, oh, I can't swear. Oh, this is a PG podcast. Oops. Okay, good. Good catch though. <laughs> Uh, I really like it a lot. I think it's amazing. So thank you. <laughs> why this comic? What happened to make this comic happen? Well, I did ship Timber back in September where I was just rolling a bunch of different ships and I actually drew like five pages of red and blue instead of like a one image like I did for everyone else. Yeah. I was like, oops, apparently I could rewrite all of red and blue to have it be like how they fell in love instead of how they became champions spoilers they do both yeah <laughs> and i don't know i just it kept it got stuck in my head where i was just like and then i just i just got crazy and started reading all of blue's dialogue from the game where i'm like nah it's totally there i got it oh i i have said this a couple times but like you you like the the statue was already there you just <laughs> chipped away the marble on the outside because like between all the dialogue, they, and you use a lot of it in the comic, right? Yeah, I use a lot of in-game dialogue, especially from Blue. Like, you can tell when it just seems just a tiny bit off, or he uses, like, slang that I never use ever again. Yeah, uh, there's a really great part where, I think it's on the SSN, when he's like, pal, and then, like, you're, you have his, like, thoughts like, pal, pal, pal? <laughs> <laughs> his SSN dialogue is so awkward. He's just like, bonjour, red. I'm like, why the fuck would you say that? Why would you say oh, that? What? I'll PG believe podcast. it. Don't worry. Yeah, don't worry. I'll believe it. It's fine. So you swore like six times during the last United episode. <laughs> I did. Sierra, <laughs> how dare you? I guess I, I probably should have said this first, but um, like I said to you before we started, I didn't have anything prepared. What is the story of like Red and Blue other than like it's the game? But like what's the what's the elevator pitch for the very best? Um, I'm basically doing it. It's from Blue's point of view and it's mostly just like his obsession with red basically because that's definitely there yeah so it's just like how he got thrown off course because like blue is definitely very good at being a pokemon trainer because he's ahead of red the entire game but it's just like yeah. something happened to deter him and i'm just like what if it was just he's very obsessed with his neighbor obsessed not in like a weird way like yeah He's got a huge crush on him. Yeah, like, in a and, weird, like, I'm 11 and I don't know how to talk to my neighbor that I have a crush on, so I keep being mean to him. Oops. Yeah. Uh, it's it's very sweet, and there's a lot of, like, like you filled in, like, all of the gaps uh, that I always wondered about. Like, the, uh, the like, Lavender Town, he's just there in a room, and you like, oh, it's because he tried going there first, but, like, yeah, he gets, it didn't uh, go well. He got lost because he got scared of a ghost, and he's like, no, I'm fine. I'm yeah. very tough. But I'm going to stay with you for the rest of the time if that's okay. Yes. This is my decision. It's okay. <laughs> I wanted to do this. How long did it take you to, uh, to to do the whole thing? I think I started actually sketching it in October. I think like early October is when I remember posting it, like the rough sketch cover on my Patreon. And then I finished it like a few days ago. It was like, it was like 
Christmas Eve Eve, I think. Yeah, it was Festivus. It was a yeah. Festivus gift for all of you. It was my airing of grievances. And oh, and what a what a gift it was. I I like honestly, I'm pretty sure I've read it 20 times in the last seven days. Like you are the one that has found all the typos for me. Yeah, well, there, there weren't a ton to be was, fair. Yeah. Um, what, there was one. One was just a. It wasn't technically a typo. It was just a different word entirely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really like it. What is your favorite scene? Oh God, it might just because I didn't. It was one of those I didn't respect to expect to react to it the way I did. But any scene I got to write with Professor Oak, where I well, I got to fix Professor Oak. Yes. <laughs> Pokemon, I did you a solid. I made him like not accidentally like the worst neglectful. Yeah. There wasn't this slight undertone of just like, hey, you failed, but this kid succeeded. So I'm going to go talk to him instead of you, because like that's the way to fix a kid's ego, right? It's just to tell him that he's not worth anything unless he proves himself to me. Yeah, he's got to win a champion, like be a national champion at age 11 or else like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> go, go kick rocks, kid. Yeah. So any scene where I got to like fix Professor Oak, I ended up really liking or any scene with Daisy. Basically, I just liked making the Oaks great. Oh god, like Daisy is maybe my favorite. She's so good in the in the comic. I I made her so much more fighty than I imagined she would be, and I was like, no, you know what? I'm fine with it. I want to believe she's the woman that would probably like beat up Red when he came back to be like, yeah. hey, can I have the keys to your brother's gym? Oh, I got punched in the face. Oh, well, you punched my mouth. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> you do the whole game. You do all of Red and Blue. Yeah, and then there's about. I'm going to say 12 pages after that. Uh, Yeah, I kind of dip into, I guess, closer to heart gold, soul silver territory, just because that's what I know. I don't know gold and silver territory. It's mostly the same. Yeah. Is silver still Giovanni's kid in the original? Um, yeah, Or is it just if... like implied and they didn't say it? Here's the thing. I played silver when it came out in like 1999. And then I played heart gold and soul silver in 2012. And so I don't know anything from the first one because it's been a decade or so. Okay, because I never played Gold and Silver, and I also played Heart Gold and Soul Silver in like I think 2013. Yeah, I don't know. Sometime it was after X and Y. Cause I remember that's why I reacted so negatively to Silver because I was used to like the Kalos people. They're super nice yeah. and friendly, and then suddenly a kid's pushing me in the dirt and taking everything. I'm like, <laughs> why? Yeah, I think that I think X and Y was November of 2013 because I lived here. I think that was my first November here in Texas um yeah i started playing in like 2012 uh for reasons that are like kind of a bummer so i won't get into it but yeah it's uh you you do get into like that stuff yeah because i wanted to do some because um it's actually in game that you do meet blue on cinnabar island before you meet him in his gym and i was just thinking like what's the logical conclusion of why he would be there and i was like oh because everyone's saying that Red's dead up on a mountain, and his first instinct is like, well, Cinnabar has a mountain, I'll go check that mountain. Yeah. And then he thinks Gold's a ghost and freaks out for a second. He's like, no, it's fine, it's just a different kid with black hair and a hat, I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> and a big fire monster behind yeah. him. Uh, it, it took me a good five read-throughs to realize that he was in Cinnabar, uh, because I forgot that there was a mountain on Cinnabar where it exploded. <laughs> and I was like, that's not Mount Silver, where are we? <laughs> Yeah, I didn't use, and I was, I don't know, maybe I was trying to be too clever for my own good, but I didn't try to say where anything was. I was like, I want people to, like, figure it out. 
Hopefully that works. I think it, I think it actually worked because when I figured it out, like I felt I felt proud of myself when I was like, oh, he's on Cinnabar, right? So yeah. like I think that works because like you didn't like spoon feed anything that you know you didn't need to. I am a big fan of subtlety. There's a lot of good stuff in this comic. Uh, if, uh, check out the background stuff, guys. Like don't just don't just read the word bubbles and move on. Like look at everything. Look at the yeah. whole page. I hit a bunch of stuff in the backgrounds and look at red anytime blue's not actively looking at red. Yeah, it's it's very good. There's one panel uh, where Blue's not looking at red, and it's heartbreaking. <laughs> That's a half y'all's fault. You helped me make that decision. Yes, I I understand that, <laughs> but I'm still upset about it. <laughs> yeah, in our in our group chat, you just sent two pictures, and you're like, "Which of these do you like?" And at first, I was like, "Nothing is different." And I scrolled down, I was like, "Oh no." <laughs> Uh, I had them blown up on my computer, like zoomed in, so I could just like click between the two tabs. It was uh, uh it was a hell of my own making. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are what are some other? Um, I don't want no. You know what? Let, we'll let people figure out some of the cool background stuff for themselves. Um, I'll I'll give you another hint. Look at anytime you're in Blue's house. Uh, just like look around a little bit. Oh yeah, I did some uh background. I filled in some ba- empty background area for uh again for Pokemon. You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, speaking of filling in like some background stuff, what I really liked about back, going back to your Professor Oak, like fixing him, what I really liked is that you didn't fundamentally change anything. Like, yeah. because there's still a lot of points where like he couldn't be there or like he just missed something, but it's not in like a, I don't care about my grandson way. It's in a like, I'm a Pokemon professor and I'm busy way. Yeah. And I just remember like, it didn't bother me when I was a kid, because, like, when you're a 10-year-old and you're just like, yeah, of course he's going to come hang out with me. I'm the cool, I'm the main I'm character. Just, I'm the main character. What do you need anyone else for? Yeah. But uh, when Pokemon Origins came out, I remember watching Pokemon Origins with David, and once it was animated, where Professor Oak just came in, he's just like, oh, yeah, that's right, Blue, that's why you lost, because you just, yeah, but, but, something about you being mean, but I'm your parental figure and I'm not going to fix it. I'm going to go hang out with this kid and help him do something. Oh, and I was God. like, wait a minute, no. <laughs> no now that i see blue's face no go to you know, talk to your grandson <laughs> um i also really love like all the characterization that you gave blue because in the game like you said like he's got some dialogue that's kind of stilted and that's like explained in the comic as like he's nervous <laughs> and like literally sweating a lot of the time but i also like that you filled in the like blue's the mean one but he's not he's just driven yeah, he's just harsh. Yeah, he just wants to be the very best <laughs> and, like, is going about it a certain way and uh, and at the same time has no idea how to confront some emotions he's feeling. <laughs> yeah, because uh, when I read all of his dialogue, like, before the fight, he'd be just, like, you know, fluffing himself up and be like, yeah, I'm going to win. I'm so much better than you. And then the second he loses, you'd be like, hey, so, like, if you go down that hallway, there's a guy that knows Cut. It's really useful. Bye. Yeah, you should check it out. <laughs> I was just like, oh, this kid just kind of needs to be put in his place just a just a tiny bit. Yeah. Like he's he's fine. There's a good person in there. He's just very rough around the edges. Yeah. Especially his hair. His hair yeah. has a lot of shapes to it. Don't look at his hair too much. It's off model for half the comic. It's fine. It's totally fine. <laughs> I there's a couple points where he smooths out his hair and I like there's like a couple spikes less and it's just a very nice touch. Oh uh, yeah, I think there's one part where like Professor Oak like ruffles it and I was like I, it's just kind of different but with, like more spikes and she's like no, those aren't the spikes I want. <laughs> These are my spikes. I also uh should tell you that you it was it was actually your September 
non-comic that you posted, but I was 100% converted from Red is Dead <laughs> because I could not fathom a world in which he did not go on a big gay mountain trip. <laughs> and I like, I just have been wrongheaded this whole time. So thank you for that. You're welcome. I'm here to do what I can. It was, it was Pokemon Origins that kind of like won me over on the ship because like I don't I would always see it. I was just like, oh, it's just because like there's two characters standing next to each other and right. The internet but, loves to make those people kiss. <laughs> yeah, but then like when I watched again Pokemon Origins, where Blue's just like slides in with a very intense face, he's like, hi, I'm very obsessed with you. I'm like, what's going on with you, kid? Yeah, uh, what are you up to? You all right? <laughs> it's it's really good. Uh, there's also like a couple points post game i guess i i could you could say yeah um before the red departure which again is heartbreaking <laughs> but before then there's like blue helping out red yeah because i thought i don't know because i kind of liked the idea of like well i never ever say it like specifically of him just helping with pokedex stuff because he's there and he can and he wants to help his grandfather finish the pokedex even if he's not the one to like catch the pokemon yeah so i just like the idea of just like oh it's still for science i'm not doing it but i can help it happen so it's still kind of my credit yeah and he gets the the bonus of hanging out with red yes but he's uh, got like a list of reasons to do it. He's like, it's fine. Everyone stop looking at me. I have reasons. Yeah, uh, there's definitely a lot of moments where he's like, uh, I wish I could find this kid without having to go fight the mob. Maybe I should tell him how I feel. Fighting the mob is easier for me. <laughs> <laughs> Which I feel like everyone can relate to. Yeah. And I did add Giovanni literally trying to murder a child. And I'm, and that's the Giovanni I kind of want. And I feel really bad about it. But I'm like, you know what? No, I like my boy being a villain. And I got to make him be villainous. Uh, also, an impressive amount of restraint. He's only on one page. I did give him a good butt, though. Not saying everyone should look, but I gave him a good butt. <laughs> that's a classic Shannon Maynard subtlety. <laughs> <laughs> I think I toned it down a tiny bit for my sketch. In my sketch, I was like, Shannon, you're being ridiculous. <laughs> There's like stars around it. <laughs> A lot of arrows pointing. I will say, if you look through my roughs like that page, everyone else is basically stick figures, and Giovanni is fully rendered each time yep. he shows up. Yep. <laughs> I, I, I think I've read every single version uh, of the comic, because uh, I've, you know, we're friends, so <laughs> I've seen a lot of them. Uh, and I was, like, wrapped with just the, the roughs, so it was good from the start. You could have just left it like that, and it probably would have been pretty good. Uh, I will say I tried to make the backgrounds as game accurate as possible, even to the point where it was frustrating. And I was like, this game doesn't make sense. These these buildings are ridiculous. What, what do you mean by that? Like, give me an example. Besides the shit, we'll talk about the SSN in a second. But yeah. The SSN, I made sure it's the exact shit from the game. Um, the gyms I made, I found a nice balance between like Gen 3 remake and Gen 1 original, but like I wanted it to still feel like how it looked in the original game. Yeah. And like when we see Blue's house, it's the house from the games. I just added more in the background because it's stupid. There's only two houses. Yeah. <laughs> and I still tried to have things like lined up where they are. So like Blue's gym is still up in that weird corner in Viridian, and there's still like a weird cliff in front of it and a little road that goes out. Yeah. So, like, I I tried really hard to, like, make all that kind of accurate. And even in, like, Professor Oak's uh, laboratory, I still tried to have it a tiny bit set up the way it was in the game. But at the same time, I wasn't going to, like, ruin how I was going to set up panels. Yeah, uh, you definitely did a really good job of, like, 
conveying everything from the game but in a way that like does make sense and is like good for a story because yeah. like you walk into professor oaks it's just a big gym it's like a, yeah. it's like a high school gymnasium with like a desk at one end yeah there's like there's a weird thing with like a compressor in it that i was like i don't know what this is but i drew it a panel and i was like maybe like a pokeball i don't know <laughs> and then there's like a bunch of bookshelves and like his desk with like the pokedexes on it so like i tried to make sure those were like in the right spots but I don't know. I didn't like go too out of my way in case I needed to like cheat something to like make it look better. But um, yeah, the biggest one was the Indigo Plateau. I hated drawing it every time I drew it. I drew it like <laughs> four times, one of which was in like an upshot, and I hated it. And I yeah. but I made it accurate to the game, and it was a nightmare. It looks really good though. Thank uh, you. So y your hard work paid off. Oh God, I, ha I hated it. From because there's a point later on um, where they talk about Johto, uh, but you pretty much stayed to like Gen One. Yeah. Um, was that like a choice? Did you ever like at any point where you like maybe I should add in, like make the whole game series there from the start, or was it always just like just Red and Blue, like nothing else? Uh, I wanted to focus on Red and Blue, but since Johto does touch on Kanto, both like story wise and just their neighbors. Like, I knew that I was going to end up putting a little bit of in, of them in there, which I did enjoy. I like drawing gold, and I like drawing silver, and it now I like silver. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> he he still sucks a little bit, but I just want him to be okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. That's totally fine. Yeah. I'm like, you're awful, but get away from the worst people. I I also very much like gold, uh, which kind of I guess brings me to something else. Um, how did you how did you decide when to do outfit changes? Uh, when I didn't want to draw silver in his Gen One outfit because his hair looks stupid. <laughs> Was that like the moment, or because like you because like blue and and red changed outfits a couple times before then? So oh like, yeah, them. I just wanted to do that because I don't. There's no way I buy that the whole Gen One experience happens in like a week. Yeah, that would be ridiculous. Yeah, so, like, I think I kind of, the way I showed it and kind of timed it and had people mention it, it was, like, over a year that they were out from, like, first gym to last gym was, like, a full year. Okay. And then, like, I think I had, like, a whole year montage of post being champion. Right, yeah. Uh, there was, the, each of the legendary birds, and I don't know if that last panel in like implies Mewtwo because the last panel on the page where the legendary birds is the the red leaves panel. Uh, yeah. Uh yeah, those last two panels do imply Mewtwo. Uh the map that Blue is holding when he's talking to Red when it's actually me that walks in. I yeah, it's yeah, it says trainer Suki and I was like, I know that's her name. <laughs> yeah. And I just dressed it up as like ten year old me with like a big bushy uh like ponytail and like my USA hoodie I used to wear all the time. I was like, yeah. it's gonna be me. And big big glasses. Yeah. But like the map that Blue is holding is the um the cave. Like okay. and I even made it match the game map. Nice. And then the map that they have between them in the last panel is uh Kanto and the cave is circled and they've like crossed out all the birds. Okay. There's there's three panels in a row, and I'm pretty sure they're all the first one is them fighting Moltres. Yeah. Uh, the second one is Articuno flying in the background. Yeah, and, and the there, um, I didn't make it explicitly Seafoam, but there are two islands behind them, and then uh, there's a little mug that says, like, Seafoam Cafe on it. Yeah, uh, also, just just look at uh, Blue's shirt in that panel. 
Just, I love that shirt. Yeah, it's a great shirt. It, also, another small detail: he still has he has a scar on his arm from where the Rhyhorn got him. Oh, I didn't notice that. Gonna, yep. gonna go back and check it out again. Um, and then the the third one is, and I'm just this is for me. Um, that's the Zapdos panel because their hair is sticking straight yep. up as if they were in electric place, right? Yep. And okay. um, Red's wearing like a big glove to hold the Pokeball like it's charged. Okay, nice. So, so yeah, that was again probably be more subtle than pokemon deserves where i was just like oh yeah it's zapdos but i'm not gonna actively say it's zapdos yeah uh, and like no. i have all like oak and like professors behind or um scientists behind them reacting like oh you caught the other bird that controls the weather please put it back <laughs> uh no it i think it totally works because poke my big problem with pokemon uh is something that we try to address over on pokemon world Tour united and that the world is so small yeah <laughs> it's so tiny <laughs> Um, but like you made it feel very big and like by having it just not like spell out everything, it's like, no, it's the world. Like it's, it's, it's real and lived in. Yeah. Like it's a whole country that I feel like, and they're just going like, it's a four hour drive from here to like the coast of Georgia. Like there's no way that some 10 year old walks that in like a day. Yeah. That would be ridiculous because like, unless the country is like the size of Keene, new hampshire yeah <laughs> like, even if it's the size of like a small district of japan it's still not going to be like a day between cities yeah so now i think this is the only spoiler stuff so let me throw up a little spoiler wait so, guys there's some spoilers if you don't want if you haven't read the comic which we'll tell you where <laughs> uh we'll tell you where to find it at the end uh so just like skip forward to like a minute before the end i don't know what to tell you <laughs> everyone gone good so can I tell you uh, that Red, th so the panel we've been talking about where Red is like looking at Blue and yeah. Blue is asleep and their hands are touching is maybe the greatest thing ever put to paper. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, I, the fact that like you have taken Red's, the, not personality because he doesn't have one. He's, the, he's a blank character. But like the fact that he disappeared between Gen 1 and 2 and you turn that into like, he cannot confront the emotion that he is about to, so he dips, is the greatest. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I, I don't know, because, like, I remember you guys mentioned, I think it was, like, the first episode of Pokemon World Tour United where you're like, oh, yeah, Red's disappeared. But then, like, whenever I would draw Blue, I would sneak the little wedding ring on there. So, like, in my head, I kept trying to figure out how Blue would be okay with it. I was like, I can't find a way where Blue would be okay with this. <laughs> yeah, and, and even in the episode where we fight blue and i haven't listened to it in ever i think I, I edited it and that was the last time so i guess like late april of 2016 i don't know it was a long time ago <laughs> it was a while ago we don't explicitly say like red is dead but we do say that like i think we mentioned that he's gone or someone mentions he's gone and there's like a follow-up comic that you did where like he was just gone for because like sometimes he just leaves yeah <laughs> What was the reason behind that? Was there any like particular reason or just like you didn't want Red to be dead? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I didn't want Red. I liked the idea that he just wanted to go keep training because that's what we like throughout the game. You build up Red that he's the greatest Pokemon master. You beat everyone because you're the main character. Yeah. And like you can you finish the Pokedex if that's what you do in the game. So like the only obvious conclusion for a character like that would just to keep moving forward. Yeah. So it's so, like, yeah, it would make sense. Like. He finished doing what he wanted in Kanto. I was like, well, they discovered new stuff in Johto, so I want to go check that out. How do I do that without ruining Blue's life? Yeah. I can't. Welp. 
<laughs> Good. Bye. Um, and at some point in those three years, he has a growth spurt and he's taller than blue. Yep. <laughs> the So let's talk about like the last scene, um, I guess, while we're here in Spoiler Town, uh, where Red comes back and Blue is mad and uh, and also happy. But yeah. uh, most importantly, yelling, though, mostly yelling. According to Gold, uh, they're yelling and kissing. <laughs> Uh, like what? What was the the process behind that scene? Because I feel like it would be really easy to like try to end it on something big, but like you brought it into this really personal, like emotional space, and I and I really like that. Well, any what was the process for that? I don't know. I guess just like the proper human way to respond to that is that like you would be really happy someone's okay, <laughs> but the amount of furious you are at them would kind of overrun everything to like even like you know. Red finally kisses Blue, even Blue's like, no, I'm still yelling at you. We have shit to talk yeah, about. Let's I'm, do this. I'm more mad now, because also now you've beaten me to this. Yeah. And it's just one of those, like, no, I just, the way Blue, what we have of Blue's character, I wouldn't believe that he would set aside, like, how he feels about something to, like, have it be nice. Like, I feel, I 100% yeah. feel like he'd be like, mm, no, you're getting all of my emotions right now. Yeah, there's there's no easy way out of it. Yeah. Uh, I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, that that whole part was um, not, like, directly lifted from your Ship Timber comic, but it was, like, translated a lot. Yeah, I think my Ship Timber comic, I was definitely playing it for, like, the laugh. But when I did the comic, I was like, I don't, I don't want it to be fully funny. I want no, to be like, yeah. no, seriously, we thought you were dead. I just sit down with your mother and talk to her. Yeah. Oh, man. There's like th- like the scene where kids are like, I hear he's dead on a mountain. You can go fight him. And Blue's like, get out of here. Like, that was so good. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know. I just felt like it was important to like, because everyone's always talking about it. They're like, yeah, you just like leave your mom and go do your stuff. And I was like, yeah, he, he left his mom and just went to another country for three yeah. years. Oh, I, man. Uh, I feel like even if she did know, she'd probably still be upset. So if she didn't know, I was like, no, I, I want Blue to go talk to her because I feel like that would be we'd get to see the arc of him like settling down as a person. Yeah. While still also being himself. But he'd be like, I'll be responsible and do this stuff because I'm a gym leader now. So I have all these responsibilities. But when Red shows back up, I'm definitely still going to kind of fight him. Yeah, it's real. It's it's really, really sweet. Like there there's a lot of like bittersweet moments in it. Um, because I don't want to like bear my heart too much, but like blue trying to be really good at something and just coming up short every time is just so fucking relatable. I know it was breaking my poor heart when he's just like, yeah, I won. And then let the next page is like, oh, I lost. Oh, like, like two, he's like, yeah, red's here. And then it's like, and, and you don't like draw out full battles. It's, it's usually like a panel if, yeah. if anything. And it's just, like, one panel, and I, like, I don't know if you intended this or if I'm just reading into it too much, but, like, or no, maybe that's at the end, after they fight the last time, where there's, like, it's just, like, two panels of their faces being shocked. Is that, oh, that's yeah, the that, very end, right? Yeah, that's the very end. Did you purposely draw them to be little kids again, or am I... Oh, no, it was just, like, kind of, like, chibi. Like of a them, chibi just style? Like, okay. Yeah, because it was supposed to be, like, just a little bit funny of, like, the, like, one-shot, like, anime reaction of, like, the super chibi of them just be like, what? I won! <laughs> <gasps> finally because i because i read it as like they were kids again not like kids again but like yeah. oh i finally beat him like i wanted to all these years and he just like felt like oh kid me is he did good you know <laughs> i will also allow that it's it, I, again a lot of subtlety and you can read a lot into it whatever you want um <laughs> it's really good it's a really good comic i don't have anything else so uh spoiler time is over i guess wonderful
Um, I'll put time. Ho- hey, Jake, uh, put timestamps in the <laughs> in the description so people can see. So, Shannon. Yeah. In conclusion, it's a real good comic. I really like it. Thank you. I I really appreciate it. <laughs> uh, where can people find it? Um, well, right now it's available on my Patreon, which is patreon.com slash Shannon Maynard, and it's uh, available for the $10 and up. There's the text version and the textless version if you want to see all those backgrounds I worked really hard on just to cover up with Blue talking <laughs> for a solid paragraph. Thanks, that, Saffron City. Uh, yeah, it, like, I, you can just see all, like, the corners and the details, and I'm like, I know there's stuff back there. Oh, <laughs> oh no. And um, by now, it's probably up on my Gumroad, which I haven't put it up on my Gumroad, so I don't know what my Gumroad URL is. But hey, f- hey, future Jake, you wanna you wanna hit us up here? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure before this comes out or before you finish editing, I will have it up. You can purchase it for ten dollars at gum.co/slash/the-very-best. One last thing before we go, uh, what what did you learn about making comics from this? Uh, leave enough space for bubbles. Okay, good call. Um, if you know a background is going to be covered with a bubble, hey, maybe don't, like, spend a solid three hours on it. Okay, Shannon, this this is just us. Everyone else left. It's just us here. <laughs> Do you really think that you, Shannon Maynard... I'm not going to. ...could leave a half-assed background in a comic? I don't think so. There is one or two half-assed backgrounds in, I think, Celadon, and they were immediately covered. And I was like, it's fine. I also drew them at like four in the morning, so. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, uh, so everybody, uh, it gets the Pokemon World Tour seal of approval, obviously. I've read it like a thousand times. It's my favorite comic of the year, easily. I I think it's unofficially canon. It is 100% canon in (laughs) United, um, because it takes place far enough after that everything else can can work, so. Also, I'm just saying that I did use actual dialogue from the game. Yep. So it may just, it's it's for real canon, guys. Like, honestly, it's like, okay, again, we should have done this in, in spoiler time. I'm not a great interviewer. I don't know if you guys have figured that out. <laughs> uh, so there's like a lot of things in the game that lead to like, oh, they totally like they're in love with each other. Um, <laughs> but they didn't say like the uh, like the badge on the shirt oh yeah because um i'd actually learned this while i was looking at their character designs uh the leaf on red's head is a prototype for what the leaf badge would have been before they came up with like the pins and blue totally has the rainbow badge on his shirt so i was like oh you guys are it's right there it's right there uh his shirt's purple yep red and blue make purple like <laughs> uh it's all there it's it, like i said the statue was there you just chipped away the marble to to make it uh, so he's canonly in the game, waits around in Silphco because he is actively waiting for Red. Yeah. Come and on, like, guys. And his dialogue is like, I have to make sure you're tough enough for the boss. So he already fought Giovanni and then left a building that he knows a mob boss is in and just waited patiently for his friend to show up. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no, that's definitely what straight people do. Oh, yeah, for sure. He Yeah, that's that's just like. A, like a, ri- a regular rivalry thing. Yeah, that's no. just gals being pals. Yeah, just, just gals being pals. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, everyone go read it. I highly recommend it. I have nothing else to say. I don't want to sound like I'm overselling it. <laughs> so uh, at this point, just just go read it. Uh, where can people find you, Shannon, on the internet? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Shannon Maynard. You can find more of my art on shannonmaynardart.tumblr.com. Uh, I've already mentioned my Patreon. I think that's it. I don't know if you said the 
URL for your Patreon? Oh, yeah. uh, Patreon.com slash Shannon Mater. Yeah, basically just anywhere. It's either going to be Shannon Mater or Shannon Mater Art. I'm very easy to find. Nice. Unless it's my store envy, then it's Shannon Mater Art. Was Shannon taken or was it too long? I just, it was too long. Yeah. <laughs> also, you're on Cool Kids Table and Kingdom Smarts. Yes. I am also on other podcasts. And, uh, and frequent guest on Pokemon World Tour United. Yeah, you probably heard me recently. Um, you heard her recently and you're going to hear her again. She's on the next episode that comes out after this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so, uh, thank you for doing this interview. I hope everyone goes out and buys this comic because you just owe it to yourself to do that. Yeah, I hope so too. Cause I, I worked very hard on it and I would like people to see it. Yeah. It's, it's worth literally whatever she's asking. <laughs> Please look at my backgrounds. Yeah. <laughs> and Giovanni's butt. Yes. Uh, so we will be back next week with the first uh, regular Pokemon World Tour of the year, uh, and we'll hopefully be back on track with those. Um, they, they they tend to get off schedule pretty easy, but uh, we'll be back next week, and then after that is World Tour United. Uh, and until then, smell you later. Hey everybody, welcome to Pokemon World Tour. I'm, I don't know why I said it like that. Let me try that again. <laughs> World Tour. World Tour.